Chapter 6 The Grieving Never Ends Foremost on my mind today is a very sad issue. As part of my journey, it is important to convey how very sad the loss of a parent is to me. It seems that many of my peers are suffering a loss right now. I guess I'm at that age. My own parents live in heaven. It takes a long time to cope with that kind of major loss at any age. Nothing prepares you, and no matter how close you are to your mom or dad, it is devastating. At least three people in my life that I am very close to have recently lost their mom or dad just in the past few weeks. I can count about ten who are dealing with sick parents or their parents have or their parent has died over in the past few months. I can count about ten who are dealing with sick parents or their parent has died in the past few months. It's heartbreaking. It reminds me of how I felt when it had just happened to me. It was probably the most difficult time in my life. Thinking about it causes me to revert to some of the deep sadness, depression, and pain that I experienced during those difficult years. I educated myself about the seven stages of grief. I know that the final stage of the grieving process, acceptance and hope, is where I want to be. I feel truly happy when I get there. I know that my mom and dad would want me to be happy. When I see photos of my parents at their best in happiness, it helps me to recall the good times. I remind myself that I am blessed with such happy memories. For those whose memories aren't as happy, in time you will be able to separate the good from the bad. It takes time, but you will someday be able to look back and be ever so grateful for your life and the ones who brought you into this world. It is up to you to keep the memory of the good things your parents gave you alive. Learn from their mistakes, trials, and tribulations. Break the chain, if necessary. Move forward to a peaceful and joyful time. I have lost many people in my life. They're all, they all live in heaven and in my heart. In order to cope with my loss, I have found it helpful to identify the stage that I am in. Sometimes I go through them over and over again, or I go back a stage or two before I advance to a peaceful place of acceptance. There is no perfect order or steps that you can take to reach that place. One day, it just happens. You might not even realize it. Someone else may point it out. When that happens, I often experience an eighth stage. It's one of guilt that I have made it through, even though I really didn't want to. I feel like I'm too young to know all of this. I feel guilty that I have life and the person I love is not here to experience it. That's actually the very thing that ends up pulling me out of the guilty feelings because I imagine the person as if they are here and know everything that I'm doing. I believe that they are proud of me and they enjoy seeing me be happy. I know that they can feel the sorrow and pain that I feel when I miss them, as well as the joys and triumphs. Grieving is not good. It is not easy. However, it can be graceful and peaceful.
it is important to note that sometimes we experience these stages when we go through other losses in our life. We may feel this way if we are fired from a job that we love, when a close friend moves away, or when someone we love breaks up. Going through a divorce is very much like losing a loved one. Not only the couple mourn the loss of the marriage, it affects everyone that they know. Here is the grief model called The Seven Stages of Grief, adapted from the book On Death and Dying by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. Number one, shock and denial. You will probably react to learning of the loss with a numbed disbelief. You may deny the reality of the loss at some level in order to avoid the pain. Shock provides emotional protection from being overwhelmed all at once. This may last for weeks. Number two, pain and guilt. As the shock wears off, it is replaced with the suffering of unbelievable pain. Although excruciating and almost unbearable, it is important that you experience the pain fully and not hide it, avoid it, or escape from it with alcohol or drugs. You may have guilty feelings or remorse over things you did or didn't do with your loved one. Life feels chaotic and scary during this phase. Number three, anger and bargaining. Frustration gives way to anger and you may lash out and lay unwarranted blame for the death on someone else. Please try to control this as permanent damage to your relationships may result. This is a time for the release of bottled up emotion. You may rail against fate questioning why me. You may also try to bargain in vain with the powers that be for a way out of your despair such as I'll never drink again if you just bring him back. Number four, quote unquote, depression, reflection, loneliness. Just when your friends may think you should be getting on with your life, a long period of sad reflection will likely overtake you. This is a normal stage of grief, so don't be talked out of it by well-meaning outsiders. Encouragement from others is not helpful to you during this stage of grieving. During this time, you finally realize the true magnitude of your loss and it depresses you. You may isolate yourself on purpose, reflect on things you did with your lost one, and focus on memories of the past. You may sense feelings of emptiness or despair. Number five, the upward turn. As you start to adjust to life without your dear one, your life becomes a little calmer and more organized. Your physical symptoms lessen and your quote unquote depression begins to lift slightly. Number six, reconstruction and working through. As you become more functional, your mind starts working again and you will find yourself seeking realistic solutions to problems posed by life without your loved one. You will start to work on practical and financial problems in reconstructing yourself and your life without him or her. Number seven, acceptance and hope. During this, the last of the seven stages in this grief model, you learn to accept and deal with the reality of your situation. 
Acceptance does not necessarily mean instant happiness. Given the pain and turmoil you have experienced, you can never return to the carefree, untroubled you that existed before this tragedy, but you will find a way forward. You will start to look forward and actually plan things for the future. Eventually, you will be able to think about your lost loved one without pain. Sadness, yes, but the wrenching pain will be gone. You will once again anticipate some good times to come and, yes, even find joy again in the experience of living.